0: Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. We're excited to talk about, again, what's going on with this guy, Carlos Correa. Let's bring him in first. Tom, what's up, buddy?
1: Good afternoon, Rob. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Merry Christmas Eve. Uh, I wonder how they're doing at the Correa House right now, because uh, they're definitely not settled.
0: It's crazy. It's the craziest thing ever happening. So let's let's talk about it real quick. So the Mets have concerns with Correa's medical records, and he had an injury. I mentioned it last time that there was something about his ankle from a long time ago. He has an injury. He had an injury and some sort of surgery. I think he has a plate in his ankle or something. What do you know about the injury that he has?
1: It's his right lower leg and... It's just for whatever reason unsettling. I don't understand it necessarily because he's been playing on it and at an all-star level, an elite level for the last however many years since he had the surgery done, and for whatever reason, right now, it's preventing teams from committing to him long-term financially. Uh, the last thing I read is that the Mets and Korea they're they're working through it. I don't know what that means if there's going to be some compensation one way or the other, you know, if there's going to be now incentives instead of guarantees, it's interesting. I I still, I mean, I still think he's going to be a Met, but I thought he was going to be a Giant. So hard for me to be able to say without any, with any certainty, without any question that he's not going to move again.
0: I got a quote from the Giants. They said there was a difference of opinion over the results of Correa's physical examination, and that was the problem. I guess there's an opinion of probably Correa's doctor and their doctor. They don't have the same opinions on it, but someone mentioned on Twitter, you know, this guy's already played eight years. That was in 14. You go 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, eight seasons. He's never been out for an ankle injury, but I'm guessing is this ankle going to last 13 more years? What is the concern about the ankle? I think it's just the years.
1: Well, the the interesting thing to me is that he's now moving over to third base. Assume, we assume he's moving over to the third base. So if you were worried about the ankle at short, I get it. At third, yeah, I mean, there's still going to be some wear and tear, but predominantly it's not the demand that shortstop requires. So... Again, like you said, he's never been out for this injury. He's played on it for eight seasons, and now you're relieving some of the load that he would have on that ankle. I just, I really don't understand unless something happened in this offseason that would make you think that maybe he re-injured it, re-aggravated it, or something to that ilk where he's not 100% currently, and that's the reason why.
0: Do you think that's the reason he got a three-year deal with the Mets? I mean, with the uh, Twins? Or do you think, so. think he just signed that? I, I think he just signed the contract with the Twins with the opt-outs because that's not where he wanted to be, and that's not the money and the years that he wanted. It was just a temporary stop until this year. I just don't understand the concern about his ankle. It's just kind of crazy that, you know, I, I've had this issue, and it's it's been in there for eight years, and I've been able to to play.
1: I don't think that last year had anything to do with this because I think we would have heard about it. With the media being as, as 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 aggressive as they are, digging, always looking for whatever. If there was an issue with something with his medicals last year that the Twins found that they weren't happy with, no way that would have been just kept under wraps for an entire season. And now we're just hearing about it. Uh, so it's interesting. Like I said, I I don't feel like I don't feel like this is something that everybody knew about. I think it's new. I wonder if maybe he re-aggravated something, injured something, the plate, something. Something happened where it probably doesn't bother him. There's just cause for concern. Maybe the plate's got to come out. Maybe it's got to be redone. Something to that. They're going, wait, 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 wait. We could lose him for a season in the middle of this monster contract due to this plate. And we signed up for it. So I understand that aspect of it. Now I can't commit to you financially knowing that some maintenance might have to be done because it's there, because some doctor saying that's going to have to be come out, that's going to have to be redone, something like that.
0: So Anthony Como is a beat writer with the Mets. And he said, it's unclear when we will have a resolution, but this does not indicate that the deal is dead. And maybe they changed the deal, like you said. Maybe they say, okay, we'll sign you. We'll give you this long contract. But kind of what they did with what the Atros did with Michael Brantley. You have to play a certain amount of games to get that money. You have to, maybe it could be uh, less, I don't know. Maybe it could just be your contract's good next year. Each year, you have to play this many games for your contract to keep going. I don't know. I don't know how they would do it.
1: I think that that's the question right now. Currently... I wonder if you know Correa's camp's going, okay, make it same years but less money, where the Mets could be going, now I want to go less years, similar money. And I think in 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 all of this, I think Correa has always wanted the security. He's always wanted the 10, 12, you know what I mean? He never yeah. wanted to have to worry about where his next paycheck was coming from because. This is the best time for him to leverage teams with his productivity saying, look, you're paying for this product at, you know, cost versus, all right, you're getting a discount for it later or whatever. So for him, he's always tried to make the most out of his most productive seasons. He's super productive. Now he wants to make sure that if he starts to deteriorate, he has the the security knowing that I won't have to earn this next contract, whatever, whatever, whatever. This would be his last contract. If he signs for 12 years, I can't see anybody paying him at that point. So he's trying to cash in now. And I think teams are partially leery because, hey, we've seen it. We've seen it with Pujols. We've seen it with A-Rod. We've seen it with Trout to an extent, you know stuff happens. These guys don't play it. They get injured. And now it's like, do I want to commit financially for all these seasons? You know, hand, you know, kind of handcuffing me if I want to go do something later because now we're paying you to not play.
0: Yeah. I think the Mets are willing to give the years, but they're, they, they're just a little bit scared of the uh, ankle missing up, but they did do that with, if you remember the, the Verlander contract, he has a two-year deal, but in the second year, if he pitches 140 innings and he has a 35 million dollar contract for year three, so he has to perform. He has to he has to uh, pitch a certain amount of innings, and maybe they can. I I think he's still going to be a Met, but I think the contract's going to get tweaked a bit. That's my prediction.
1: It makes a lot of sense. I think you know now the ball would be back in the Mets' court, especially since the 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 Giants have moved on. Obviously, somebody would pay Carlos Correa to play baseball next year. He would just potentially have to take another one year deal somewhere to prove it again to be able to be in a position to sign. Cause now he's, he's the one that's like, what do I do? Where do I go? If for some reason this Mets thing doesn't work out, I mean, sure, the Yankees could probably be in play. I'm sure there's, there's the Braves could be in play. There's other teams that, you know, the Dodgers didn't uh, end up getting a shortstop. But, man, I'd hate to have to go back in a third time knowing <laughs> that two times doctors have said, nah, we don't, we don't like it.
0: I think if if this doesn't go through or may, maybe, like you said, they just lower the years. Because, I, I mean, if you're looking at this guy and you're, okay, this guy's already played eight seasons on this. And the question is, can he play 13 more seasons on this? But it's easier to say, okay, can he play five more? I'm sure he can play five more. He's already played eight, so I don't know. I agree with that. So so second one, second topic for today, Trevor Bauer. His suspension was reduced from 324 games to 194 games, which includes 50 games this year. People are already talking about where is he going to go, who is he going to sign him, will a team, team sign him. He uh, violated the domestic abuse policy for Major League Baseball. Do you want him with the Astros? Is this somebody anybody's going to want? I don't want them.
1: <laughs> I mean, it, it'll be interesting. Obviously, the guy can pitch. There, there's no question about it. And we have seen reclamation projects in the past where guy had issues. You know, Roberto Osuna. Yeah. Issues, you know, worked through them, did all the, you know, off the field stuff went, saw whoever needed to see, did whatever he needed to see, paid whoever needed to pay. And then went on to, to, to pitch in the major leagues again. Do I want him anywhere near the Astros? Absolutely not. I don't care that he lives here. I don't care that, you know, another pitcher would be great to be honest. That's just drama and all the things you don't need. He likes to be active in social media. He's very outspoken. That guy's just the powder keg. You've seen him multiple times where, you know, he's kind of flown off the handle, whether it be about the Astros or about, you know, topics in general. And I just don't see a need for that. Like, surely, I like I said, a team will do it. The Dodgers may do it. You know, a team at the trade deadline with injury looking to make a postseason run may do it. For me, it's not an Astros move at all.
0: No, I don't want him. I mean, I know, like, we did have Roberto Osuna. And not, you know, no one would ever say domestic abuse is fine. But there's times that maybe things happen and they're not what they appear to be. But the thing about Osuna is, like, it was reported that he did this to his wife, but his wife stayed with him. So... I don't know, but anyway, I think everybody deserves a second chance, but I don't know about this guy, but I I mean, of course, if, you know, he deserves a second chance, everybody does, but not with the Astros. So we have a list here of, I don't know, you can let me know if you've heard any that I, I don't have listed, but we got a little bit of hot stove action. Tucker Bernhardt, a guy linked to the Astros, signed a deal with the Cubs.
1: I did not see that one, but I'm not surprised. Uh, I believe he's kind of like a tweener, you know, probably not a starter, probably borderline backup guy, a little bit of pop, you know, decent defensive catcher, nothing amazing for me. I thought if that was the option that the Astros were going to go, I'd rather just roll with the young guys they got. So glad he found a home with the, with the Cubs. That's, you know, really, all there is to it—not, not, not nothing—that moves the needle in my mind.
0: You're gonna have to help me out with this guy. One, I know the Blue Jays traded Lourdes Guriel Guriel Jr. Lourdes <laughs> Guriel Jr. That's easy for me to say. And I think they traded him um, someone else along with him to Arizona for Dalton Varsho. Is this guy good?
1: Which one? They're, they're, the whole package. The whole package is good. To. But when why would they the,
0: get rid of him? Didn't they get rid of someone said they got rid of Oscar Hernandez?
1: They did. He went to the Mariners. Uh but that was that was I would rather. Hmm. So, slow down. I'll, I'll explain. Lourdes Lourdes is a is a good young outfield prospect. Varsho is already an All-Star Gold Glove semifinalist that can catch outfield prospect. He's a young guy. So the, the the way this got done was Arizona's got a gluttony of young, talented outfield prospects, but their team's not very good. So they're trying to improve their roster by moving some of these guys around. The Astros were interested in him, uh, but the price was going to be high. The second guy in the deal that the, uh, the Blue Jays gave up as well is their top blue chip catching prospect. Everything I read about him, his name's Moreno. Everything I read about him He's gonna be a stud and he's gonna be an all-star catcher. And it's a great trade for Arizona. It's a great trade for Toronto because they get, you know, an elite uh outfield bat. Because for for as good as Lourdes is, I think this guy's just a, a, a tick above him as far as you know uh hitting and then defensive defensively as well. So for the Blue Jays that are kind of in win-now mode, this is more of a, okay, I'm not developing Lourdes anymore. I'm ready to go right now. And Varsho is is really, really good.
0: Yeah. It does seem like a good trade for them. You got one team that's on the cusp of getting in the playoffs and making some noise, and the other team's far away, and they're better off with younger guys. Uh, Next, Seth Lugo, the spin rate guy, the curveball guy, I believe. He was... Linked to the Astros a couple of seasons ago. We went to the Padres. Drew Smiley went to the Cubs. Will Myers went to Cincinnati. And then the Mets traded James McCann to the Orioles.
1: So again, a bunch of like, you know, good moves for teams to improve their roster a little bit. Not something that I'm I'm like looking at going, man, I wish the Astros would have got this guy or that guy. None of those guys in my mind. Would have made the Astros a better team. Happy that you know they found new homes or whatever. Got moved around. McCann was kind of interesting because we are talking about a catching a backup catcher. He's a a guy that's got some pop as well. Probably wouldn't have been a terrible fit with the Strohs if that that happened. I think the Mets were just really looking to unload him. They've got a couple guys. So uh, Baltimore, Baltimore is going to be a good young team. That's a good, nice addition for them to add depth to their catching. I mean, they've got a great young catching uh, prospect. I think his name is Rushman, right? I don't. Uh, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, <laughs> I a, don't know. He's a,
1: he's a they're they just called up their young catching prospect, and he's really good. So this is good backup in case something happens. The rest of them just kind of okay, cool. Keep it moving.
0: Are there any big names left? Did Conforto sign with the Giants?
1: He did. He, he did. did.
0: That was the last uh, big chip left, right?
1: Uh, I, I mean, on the free agent market, obviously, you know, there's there's rumors that Tatis could be moved in trade, which just blows my mind. I get it. They have tons of shortstops, but Fernando Tatis has signed, you know, face of baseball. I know he got in trouble for PEDs, but I think that'll be something that in the end we'll all kind of, work itself out, he'll come back, he'll play well. So, I know the Yankees have been linked to him a little bit. It just seems kind of far-fetched to me. I can't really can't really see that happening.
0: Yeah, if they wanted to unload him, they could easily do it. I'm pretty sure of that. All right, so we have some fair fouls and would you rather some I got, some were from the listeners on Twitter and we'll get to those. Right after this. All right, we are back. We're going to do two fair fouls first. The first one is from Kennyster. It's either Kennyster or Star. I apologize. Turkey for Christmas, fair Well, foul?
1: Oh, fair. Uh, I mean, I'm not the cook type guy, so I love going places where I can get turkey. <laughs> it won't be something I'll be making for myself, but uh, fair for sure. I, I, I like turkey whenever you can get it.
0: Oh yeah, I say fair as well. We had uh, cr- our Christmas dinner last night, and we had ham. We didn't have a turkey because turkeys are huge, and there's just two of us. And I think, and one of our friends came over. There was three people. Three people are is not going to put a dent in a turkey. Other than that, I I, I enjoy turkey.
1: Now, if the question was ham, I would have said foul. I'm not a fan of ham at all.
0: Well, that's what we had. Yeah. All right, number two is from Tiz. He actually has two. He has the second fair foul. He says, opening presents on Christmas Day versus Christmas Eve.
1: I think it really depends on your, I guess, your family, really. Like, you know, my sister, she's more geared towards the the Mexican side of our family. So they open presents on Christmas Eve. and And that's just what they do. Me, I'm a little traditional with it. You know, me and my boys will definitely do it on Christmas Day. We may open one Christmas Eve, but for predominantly (laughs) everything will be Christmas
0: Day. That's usually what families do. Okay, you can pick one. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I was a kid, we always opened it on Christmas Day and then somewhere down the line. Because we would always go to our grandma's on Christmas Eve. And when we got a little older, when we got home from grandma's, we we started opening them on Christmas Eve. And usually my kids are never with me growing up. Yeah, maybe they were. Yeah, I don't know. But we still did Christmas Eve. And then, you know, when they were young, Santa Claus came. So that was kind of <laughs> cool. And Tish had a Would You Rather also. Kind of th- got us a new segment somehow, right? Would you rather?
1: Yeah, I love it. I-, I think it's great.
0: He said, would you rather fight? This is nothing to do with Christmas, Tish, but I'm still putting it on here. <laughs> would you rather fight 100 duck-sized horses or one duck size,
1: horse size duck.
0: <laughs> one duck-sized horse. So a, so a bunch of little horses size of ducks are one big old huge horse-sized ducks. I'll fight the hundred little horses. I'm not you? I'm scared of a duck now. Can you imagine if the duck was six feet tall? No, no, no. I don't want no part of that. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, probably the horses too. Although I don't fear ducks like I guess you do, um, I I feel like you 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 got to deal with the beak and that's it, right? You know they're not gonna they're not gonna get you with the little flippers or or you know their their wings or anything. So
0: still a little scary. <laughs> What's a little horse gonna do to you, though? Nothing. Kick you? Nah, ain't gonna hurt. <laughs> All right, we got. Let's go to this question because we'll stick with the the listener questions what is your favorite Christmas movie this is from Tom Caesar
1: Ooh, there's so many I I it's tough I mean Christmas vacation is like all-time <laughs> classic right you know yeah. it's just it just is you have to watch it home alone all-time classic right oh yeah but for me I gotta watch four Christmases every year like that 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 that's the newer like for me the newer Christmas movie that's it gotta watch it
0: I didn't write that one down but it's pretty good I wrote White Christmas, Die Hard, The Santa... I watched The Santa Claus last night. It's so good. It's such a good movie. And I really didn't think about Home Alone being a Christmas movie. And we all know I watch Die Hard. But you got Elf, you got... There's a lot of good Christmas movies. And Four Christmases is a great, great choice, Tom. That is a funny, funny movie. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, you go watch it. It's... What's his name? Vince Vaughn? Yes. And him and, uh, tell me the Reese, girl's
1: name. Reese Weatherspoon?
0: Yeah, they're dating, and they, they're they're supposed to go out of town, you know, to the beach or something for Christmas, and their flight gets delayed, and they have to go to each... I guess all the parents are divorced, and they have to go to each parent's house, and it's, it's zany. It's very good. It's very funny. All right. Oh, what's my favorite? I didn't say... What'd you say? Four Christmases? I, I'm gonna go with, uh... White Christmas. I'm sticking with it. I love it.
1: I love that movie too. It's just like I gotta be like it's gotta be on already. I don't I don't reach for the remote and go, <laughs> let me go put that on. You'll catch me put home alone or you know, Christmas Vacation or Four Christmas on first. But I love Bing Crosby's White Christmas. Absolutely love it. Just, so, just there's gotta be a list somewhere, right? There's gotta be a
0: list. So, yeah. So last night I finished the uh the Santa Claus series. On Disney. Have you, you heard of that? Oh, there's a whole series about it. I guess he like retires from being Santa Claus and some guy takes it over. And But it's a series on Disney Plus, so you could check that out. But when it was over, it was like, check these movies out. And it was the Santa Claus. So I just hit play and I watched it. <laughs> probably wouldn't have picked it. Probably wouldn't have went searching for it. What about the Christmas story? That's overdone. It's like on TBS all day long. I've had enough of it.
1: Um, it's it's something you got to see to say you saw it. I don't think you got to go out of where you're watching. And uh, my oldest, he watched the new one. There's a new Christmas story.
0: Oh, or the kids older? Where, yeah, Ralphie and he
1: like he likes that one better than
0: the old one. What is that on? How did he see it?
1: Um, I have to ask him. I don't know. <laughs> He just told me about it. I'm sure it's probably a Disney Plus or it's Netflix. One of the streaming services, I'm sure. You go look it up.
0: Well, this is not a movie podcast, so forgive us for not knowing. All right, let's go back to Would You Rather. These are, I have three Christmas Would You Rathers that I plucked out of probably a list of 20, maybe. I I think they're pretty good. Would You Rather have Rudolph or frosty as a friend
1: rudolph for me why because rudolph can hang out as long as he wants Frosty's got a he's got a shelf life <laughs> the <laughs> weather's about to change on frosty <laughs> next wednesday we won't we won't be able to have frosty around
0: i did not have that excuse when i picked rudolph when i wrote this down i just thought it would be cool to be friends with a reindeer that could fly i thought it would just be awesome
1: for, for for me, I've seen too many of the movies where, you know, like Frozen, where you got the one little, I forget what his name is, and he melts, and it's like, that's mm. it, you're done.
0: Can't have a friend that melts, so we'll okay. both go with Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Number two. Mm, this is pretty funny. Would you rather spend the day watching Christmas movies? I'm just saying it's funny because we just talked about movies. Or spend the day Christmas shopping? on three tom one two three movies Movies. oh yeah come on
1: Uh, sorry sorry i had to think about it i i I like the christmas shop i don't like everyone else the christmas shop because we're all out there at the same time but if i'm able to do it and i was i was looking for stuff for my nieces and nephews i was in hobby lobby the other day fantastic the place was dead everybody sleeps on hobby lobby because everybody was everywhere else and I did some great shopping. Got some good stuff. Looked around. Had a great time.
0: Hobby Lobby's awesome for you guys that don't go to Hobby Lobby. It's Do pretty it. cool. But I would rather. Yeah, I'm not a. I'm not a big shopper. I don't. But I'm like you. If it was dead, I'll shop all day. But we were we were doing something the other day, and I'm like, why are there so many people here? We went to the mall to look for something. I'm like, oh yeah, it's Christmas. Forgot oh, that all was about a that.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, but it was packed. All right. Would you rather not celebrate Christmas this year or not celebrate your birthday?
1: <laughs> not celebrate my birthday. I I, 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 can, I can live without that. I guess once you, you get to a kids, certain though. age. Yeah, but it's my, that, I mean, even if I didn't, I mean, I'd rather do Christmas than my birthday. My birthday doesn't hold the same weight for me. Like it's a day I'll pamper myself a little bit, but it, I don't go out of my way to just, like I don't make myself take the day off. I don't like some people, I guess have, you know, this whole thing, cake, party. I don't do cakes. I don't do parties. Hmm. I'd have a drink and a dull beverage, one more year around the sun. That's about it.
0: So my birthday this year is on Friday, and I took it off. So I have three day weekend for my birthday. And what some people do, they make this mistake, and I think I might have brought this up. But at work, You don't take your, if you're on day shift, because we rotate every two weeks. If you're on day shift, if you're on night shift, take your birthday off. If you're on day shift, take the day after your birthday. Because you're taking the day off thinking like, okay, I got to go to bed soon because I got to go at 430. But why not just get off of work and go do whatever? Have as much adult beverages as you want without having that hanging over your head that you got to wake up early.
1: Spoken like a true alcoholic.
0: But me, Tom, I'm, this might surprise you because I, I, I've mentioned that I hate Christmas. But I don't really hate Christmas. <laughs> I, I, the gift-giving part, the, the way Christmas has been ruined, I would rather not celebrate my birthday as much as I said I dislike Christmas because we got the house decorated and it just makes you feel happy. Right? It's festive and it's nice. I, and
1: that's why I don't understand how you're like, I hate Christmas. Like, I don't like the presents. T- then tune that out. But I mean, don't let that part ruin the whole holiday for you.
0: I went and got, I told you I got my wife a present.
1: Did you I ask said, her what she wanted? Did you get exactly no, what she I wanted? No, I
0: said, don't <laughs> tell me what you want. She's like, babe, get me something I need. I'm going to get something you need. Trust me. I already know what I'm going to get you. And I already got it for her. And she already saw it. And she was like, oh, I knew you were going to get me that. I knew what it that was. That
1: ruined that for you, didn't you? it? So like, what wow. I did,
0: so so as funny as it is, I told you I got her a wheelbarrow because she gardens and she keeps all of her stuff on the back patio, which we're supposed to have nice furniture out there because we built a deck. You know, we got, it's nice out there, but it's, it's the uh, storage area for all her gardening stuff because she doesn't have a wheelbarrow. Problem solved. She needed it. <laughs> I told someone at work, what are you going to get your wife? I said, a wheelbarrow. And they're like, are, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm real serious. That's what she wants. She wants stuff she needs. Because if there's something she wants, she'd already have it. Right? If there's anything, I, I don't know what I'm getting. I don't even know if I'm getting anything. I think I am. I don't know. I have no idea what it is. Oh, yeah. So what I was saying is I went outside in the garage and I came back in. And I told my wife, hey, before I was trying to be sneaky, hey, before it gets busy, I'm going to go over to Lowe's and buy the salt for our uh, water softener. All right, babe. And then when she saw the wheelbarrow, I knew you're going to get it because you went to Lowe's. So I wasn't as sneaky as I thought I was.
1: You should have never told her where you were going.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Yeah, but I I needed an excuse to leave by myself. I I never really go anywhere by myself.
1: You could have told her anything. But Lowe's. Where else am I going to go? Specs. I'm I'm thirsty. I don't have to work tomorrow. I'm gonna drink mm. all the beverages, then show up with the world barrel.
0: Mm. All right, Tom. That's all we have. What are your final thoughts? I don't know if this will be the final podcast of the year, but I doubt it. Because <laughs> we well, we'll keep we'll keep rolling. It's only the 24th, so it's amazing that it's. I was at work and I had to write the dates when I do repairs, and I'm like, it is december 23rd already or 22nd mm-hmm. how is it december already that's crazy but today's christmas eve i went to go look at it for a truck cover for my bed and the guy's like hey we're fixing the clothes and it, it was like noon i was like what And I was like, oh yeah it's christmas eve well, go yeah. ahead final thoughts my, my bad go ahead
1: you're good you're good they, you have they, seven
0: and a half minutes ramble on all you want
1: <laughs> well this will be the last podcast before christmas so I want to wish all the listeners and viewers a very Merry Christmas. It has been awesome doing this with y'all, getting the interaction back and forth, getting the questions, getting the would you rather, you know, the 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 reaction, all of that. We really appreciate it. I know I appreciate it. Uh, that's half of it for me, whether it's the the stuff that Rob's doing with the graphics and stuff like that, and you guys just chiming in, means the world. I really appreciate it. Hope you have a great holiday, and we'll see you on the other side of that.
0: <laughs> yeah so if you noticed if you're watching youtube we got new graphics that i i made last night and uh i lost my train of thought because i had something else to add but tom this isn't what i was going to say but make sure you check your mail on december 27th because <laughs> i sent you something all right and i don't know what i was going to say I, I totally lost myself but we do enjoy doing this. Oh, that's what I was going to say. If you are listening and you're not on social media, we do have an email. It's astros Podcast at gmail.com. Send that email in. If there's a topic you want us to discuss, if there's anything you want to say, if you got fair fouls, if you got suggestions, anything, just send us an email astros Podcast at gmail.com. Com. And that's it for this episode. Merry Christmas to everyone out there. And we'll see you next time on
1: Astros baseball.